Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Madison Savile Inspired Podcast, a podcast where empowered women empower other women through sharing their stories. It's raw, it's real, it's beautiful, and it will definitely inspire. Each season will feature a different theme related to an upcoming Madison Savile collection launch and the words of affirmation lining each new collection. This season's theme, Unstoppable and Fierce, which is our first Madison Savile collection of blazers launching 2021. Be sure to sign up on madisonsavile.com so you can stay in the know of our launch date. Welcome back, you guys. Our last episode, Reinvent You, Getting Unstuck, was about overcoming your limiting beliefs, the old stories that's replaying in your head, getting unstuck, and taking action to change what is not serving you any longer. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about pursuing your dreams, bringing your ideas to life. You have an idea, but now what? Where do you start? And who better to help guide us, then my guest, Jessica Johnson, the CEO of Buzzworthy Content, a content marketing agency for world-changing brands. Jessica is also the host of her very own podcast called Bright Life Podcasts, sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and conversations with women around living their biggest and brightest lives. She is a digital nomad who has lived and worked everywhere from Buenos Aires to Barcelona, a HuffPost contributor, and one of my friends in the entrepreneurial community. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. So happy to be here. I'm excited to have you on. You are a multi-six-figure business owner, have successfully started multiple businesses. You are very familiar and an expert in starting your own business. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I'm very passionate about all of that. A lot of people out there listening have an idea or a dream or a side hustle that they they want to start. And especially in this new year, because, you know, we've been sitting in 2020 and it's a a new chapter and a new year. And uh, being in lockdown last year in 2020, I'm sure people have had a lot of time thinking about, you know, a career change or maybe starting a new business or there's a new idea that they have. But they don't know exactly where to start and how how do you start because that's like the biggest i think one of the biggest step is taking that first step if you have an idea how did you start in your entrepreneurial journey yeah absolutely you know for me it was kind of a winding road like i think it is for a lot of entrepreneurs um but you know way back from when i was little like i kind of had that tendency to like play with businesses. Or when I was 11, I started like this little like babysitting summer camp kind of business. And that was actually where I made my first money, you know, running something. But once I got a little bit older, um, you know, for many years, I worked in corporate America, I studied um, journalism and multimedia design in college. And so right out of the gate, a lot of my careers um, were in marketing jobs at, um, you know, ad agencies, some in New York, some in like the Seattle area. But for me, I kind of always had stuff going on in the evenings or the weekends. You know, like I always was working on my own blogs or kind of just thinking like, 
what can I create here that's of my own that could really be something that can help other people um, or, right. you know, that's creatively fulfilling. And um, at, at one point during one of my corporate careers, I had some, you know, extra time in the evenings. I wasn't running a blog or anything like that at the time. So I just started taking classes and things that interested me. And that really led into my own business. So the first company that was really my own as an adult was a wellness company, Taste of Health. And that was born out of just this kind of light bulb moment of, okay, all these years I've done marketing for other you know, brands and businesses. Here's a chance to do something, kind of combine my passions, right? Like do marketing for something I'm really passionate about, right. which is that health and wellness space. And from that, then in working with clients and in really getting a feel for what I enjoy day to day, I just really started to realize like, okay, like you really have a passion here around teaching through writing, through um, creating, you know, courses online, things online. And so that really led me to where I'm at now, which is a content marketing agency that works with actually a lot of wellness brands. Um, so I get to be doing kind of like the best of all world, worlds where I get that creative side and I get the wellness stuff, um, but it's not a silo doing one or the other. So it's been really like a winding path. I wish there was a more succinct answer, <laughs> but, oh, no. but I think that's part of it too, you know, is yes. it's just sometimes that's really true for business owners or for people who have a dream and maybe even like a nugget to take away is like, you don't always have that clear path from the get-go. Sometimes it's just getting out there and experimenting and you will find where you really naturally end up. Absolutely. And I, you actually said a few, like several key things that um, it's good to point out is that, you know, you noticed while you were, you're in your corporate job, your full-time job, you realize what you are passionate about or things you're interested in and you took that action whether you know that and that one of those actions was taking classes and I think that's you know a great suggestion or tip out there for whoever that is you know starting to think about things or or um, ideas or passions that they have whether that's cooking or whether that's designing or painting it's just kind of let's let's go into it a little bit more and explore it and that's that could be taking classes that can be it you know doing a DIY project at home and just start kind of um, exercising that that piece or that skill a little bit more each day and just see you know whether you really really like it or you're like nah I thought I liked it but then once I started doing it it's not what I thought it was gonna be <laughs> Yes, totally. Yeah. I call that like chasing your curiosities because I think that's so true where like, I don't know what it is, if it's just in our culture, especially, um, but I felt a lot of pressure around like having that one passion or that one calling right. and purpose and, and going out and changing the world in that one way that you're meant to. When really, I think what's been more true and freeing for my path is that freedom to if you can't figure out what that one thing is, like some people have it right away, you know, they know their whole life what they want to do. But if you don't, I think just giving yourself the permission to take the class or to do the art project at home or to pay attention to what you read or kind of research in your spare time, what you're looking up online, like that, those are really good pointers to say, hey, there may be something more here. 
And even if there's not, even if you do that class and it's terrible, it's still a new experience <laughs> in your life. You know, it's still a funny story, but there can maybe be much more there. And the only way you know is just by giving yourself that permission and freedom to kind of play around with it as you maybe would have when you were younger without all that pressure attached to it. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I think that what you said is fantastic. Chasing your curiosities because you're right. We just, we forget to allow ourselves to do that. Like we think that we have to choose a certain, I mean, that was kind of, you know, instilled in us growing up. It was like, oh, you have to go to college and yeah. then you have to pick a major and then you have to stay in that major. And then as you mm-hmm. kind of, you grow up right in your adult life, you're doing what you got to do. So for me, it's, it was accounting and it's very similar where it's like, my dad was, you need to be in accounting. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I was in accounting, but then after a while you're like, that's not exactly I want what I want to do or that fulfills me or there's a purpose or a passion behind it for me. And then it's allowing yourself to start exploring. And, mm-hmm. you know, like we just talked about whether that's, you know, doing classes or whatnot. But I think that is a great, you know, first step for a lot of people to not feel so overwhelmed or um, to even just having that first step to get started is just okay, now now you have an idea or you have a project or a dream you want to start. Start um, thinking about what you can do to explore a little more and that's classes. And it could be just a fun thing too, right off the bat. You don't have to commit yourself to it. You're not, you know, locked in for life because you chose to, you know, go down this path or go, go down this um or explore this idea some more. So it's just, I think if you change your mindset into going, okay, I really like doing this. I'm going to explore it a little more. I'm just going to start taking classes on the side or start doing more projects on the weekend. Because at the same time, you're also allowing and listening to yourself, right? And and hearing that, that voice of, I really want to do this or Mm -hmm. this is, I think where my passion lies and that's opening up the creativity in you and allowing that to um, grow. It's so true. It's so, yeah, I love what you said. It's almost just taking whatever that little kind of still small idea or voice or something inkling that you want to do. And just how can I take this a step further? How can I go just one step deeper here because that will take on its own life, you know, if it's meant to, um, or if you really do have that passion around it, and that'll kind of inform your next step from there. But just how can I push this a little bit or go deeper into that? Exactly. And it's never, like you said earlier, it's never a, a straight, clear road. It's a winding road of, you know, it evolves over time, like with your companies and with Madison Savile, it evolves over time. It's not just this one idea, but the key is that you are starting and exploring that idea. And eventually it just grows into its own personality um, in itself. And that's a journey uh, in itself as an entrepreneur. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. It kind of takes you along with it, but yeah, it has its own kind of life um, and that you inform and vice versa. So definitely, I think that would be a a great kind of starting step of just how can I go a little further into this and then seeing where that kind of leads. And how do you, with your, um, 
with your businesses, how did you keep moving forward and staying motivated and uh, progressing as time? I mean, because, you know, with a full-time job that you had um, and then starting these businesses or um, taking the classes, how did it start evolving for you? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I think with Taste of Health, which was more of kind of the wellness and coaching oriented business, and then now there's the content marketing agency for the wellness things. I think with that, um, it was really born out of like this passion. Like it was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't been doing something in this space. Like I always thought it was just, oh, these are the books I read at night or yeah, like these are the things I kind of like look up online and I'm interested in. (laughs) And then once I took classes in it and the classes were pretty immersive, like it was a good 20 hours or so a week, um, you know, for a year plus. And once I really started getting that far in, I was like, I can't, I can't do anything else. Like this is so in line with what I love to do. And that's, and at first I had this thought of like, no, 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 (laughs) you know, because I was so (laughs) at the point where I was like, kind of, you know, good in my career. I had, you know, been out of college for, I don't know, a good, maybe almost decade or something like that. So I'd really like established myself and had a trajectory and I could just see my brain going, oh no, you're not going to go change this now. (laughs) But I think it was just that passion of like, how could I not almost? And so that really propelled me at first. Um, And then, you know, once I got really into it, I think that it was really almost just the love of building something that, Mm, and also just the potential for impact too. Like once I started getting clients, like that was so inspiring to me to do work that I felt like I was, you know, felt like I was making a a difference in. Um, And so that kind of helped the harder, like beginning stages when you're really trying everything or, you know, it all feels a little bit like wild at that stage. Um, I think that those first getting like the clients and the relationships and making that impact and feeling like the feel of that really helped get through those early stages. Um, And then just the determination of like, once, you know, you're in it far enough, I think it almost begets this whole other feeling where you're like protective of it. It's something you built, you know, your passion about really making sure that you can see it through um, when it does get hard. And so each stage is so different. I don't know that I'm giving like the clearest answer on for the whole kind of encompassing thing, but I think that each stage almost gets you to the next. And then by then you have a whole nother layer of skills and discoveries and mindset to see you through that next kind of chapter. Oh gosh, yes. I think being an entrepreneur is just your MBA class really yeah. for the business world. <laughs> there is, is no I I there is no better way, I guess, um, to do it than just be in it. Um, yeah. I remember when I was in corporate and having, you know, we have very, um, we have mutual friends and especially in the entrepreneur community, um, a lot of entrepreneur friends are like, you don't know what it feels like until you're actually in it. So, you know, you hear all these things and you're like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. And then you're in it and you're like, I get it. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yes. I always say that. I never knew. I never, ever suspected like what life school really running a business was, you know, because I had no idea like how much you come up against your own like limitations, your own blocks, your own self-talk, your own um, just any like gap or thing that you should maybe like resolve in life, it it brings forward to you. It's kind of like, here you go. Like now you're going to really figure it out in this high stakes like environment in a way where like you're really motivated to figure it out though. And so I just had no idea. I was like, oh yeah, I'll run a business. Like it'll be so fun. I know all the marketing, whatever. I had no idea it was like life draining. Like, so it's just wild. I love it though. Oh no, absolutely. And you know, one of one of our friends did say is like, enjoy the journey, you know, and mm-hmm. and there's always a constant reminder because just like you said, when I was naive when I left um, Microsoft and I was like, you know, I'm gonna launch in a few months or I'm gonna launch this year. So two, three years later, including yeah. COVID, you know, I'm like, okay, so it didn't happen as fast as I wanted, but then that's where like the last two, three years is all about learning and product development and researching and then also dealing with a pandemic as a business owner and an entrepreneur at the same time. And it is, you just don't know. It is definitely a roller coaster, but you know, that's where you mentioned also it's like your passion and your purpose and your why really comes in and pulls you through because those days, like you said, it does bring up everything. It's like, Oh, you want to be an entrepreneur now? Let's just open the door to all the things in your closet (laughs) you need to deal with. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes time, like, too. I think that was another thing I didn't realize that you touched on is just, I think with social media and I don't know what it is about just the media and stuff these days, but I think just giving yourself the permission that, oh, this big dreams take time. Like, this can actually take a lot longer than you think at the outset or that it seems like it's taking for other people, like, you know, one, like you don't know how it's going for anyone, right? Like on social media, it's such a highlight reel, but two, just that, that really big goals, really big things take time to build and (laughs) not making that wrong or not making that like a reason you're on the wrong path or like that you're doing anything that you shouldn't be doing, but just, oh no, normalizing that. And like, this is part of the process. Like it's going to be a few years in this and maybe even a decade, like you just don't know. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't, you know, you can't, building an empire does not take a day. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is the reminder is that what we see and hear about are the success stories, but behind the success stories, it's been 10 years in the making. And you don't hear about that while they're in it, while they're going through the challenges and the fundraising and whatever else that comes with, you know, um, launching a business, owning a business until they IPO'd or they had a huge venture capitalist route or whatever it is, right? They're on Forbes. And and then you're like, oh, who's this person? But that you don't realize that they've spent the last five, 10 
plus years working on this business day in and day out to be able to get here that now that you actually see and hear about them. And, you know, to your point is social media is the highlight reel, the news, everything. You don't hear it until the 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 big success happens but there's a lot of work and behind the scenes that happens before then yeah um, and people just and and that's a great reminder of like you just it takes time and patience and determination and perseverance but like what to to even get to all these different stages like you were saying is it takes that first step and that first step of chasing your curiosity and allowing that to to grow and and flourish and then yeah. it will just naturally move to the next stage where you're like okay now I've for example let's just take the class example you take the class and you're like wow I really am passionate about this and I want to do more and you're like well how do I turn it into a career or turn it into something I can monetize and then let's say it becomes a side hustle and that side hustle starts growing and making you even more money where now you can quit your job and then the next phase happens and the next phase happens so it's just kind of like naturally happens but I know it's overwhelming for a lot of people to take that first step because they think of, I mean I I did this myself where you think about all the things that you have to do and it's like this huge mountain and you're like wait you know before even getting there like I need to take the first step to see if I even like it or if this is yeah. what I want to do and I have to say like thinking back one of the things to remind ourselves is like, will you regret looking back and not taking that first step? Or are you going to be living the rest of your life wondering what mm -hmm. if you did take that step or what if you didn't, you know, it's just like, what's going to keep nagging at you more and more? Because I, I think I saw this it was like a YouTube video or, um, I can't remember uh, a while, maybe like a year or two ago. I don't know if you saw the same one, but it really stuck with me where it was um, this man on his deathbed and there were these ghosts that surrounded his deathbeds and these ghosts actually represent his ideas that he never executed mm. on or took the first step on. And so on his deathbed, these ideas die with him. Ooh. And you're like, wow, okay. It is, you know, the ideas you have are yours and you are the only person in this world that is you, right? And so you bring it, it is, you know, kind of your purpose, whatever your purpose and your passion is and your ideas, it is you that brings it to the world. And if you don't, it dies with you. So just think about that. Mm -hmm. That really stuck with me. So, <laughs> yeah, I love that. There's another quote I've seen that reminded me of that. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but it's something like the cost of not, you know, going for it is the life you could have lived. Something Ooh. like that, where I just thought that's really spot on because you might be staying comfortable or you might be um, staying safer, you know, not putting yourself out there and all that that brings on. But like, also, you there is a cost to anything, you know, and to not doing something, there's a cost too. And to not going for it, you might be giving up what your life could have become. So I'm like a big believer. I now I hate that feeling of, oh, there's something I want to do and 
knowing I'm not doing it. Like even starting my podcast was a dream for a while, but I knew eventually I was going to have to do it because that feeling of just, I have this dream or I have this thing I want to put out there. No one else is going to do it the way you're going to do it. And you never know where your life leads because of that. So yeah, I absolutely think that it's like you, you know, there just is something in you that if you feel like you have it, um, it's so much better to just put it out there or to quote unquote fail, you know, and learn than it is to keep that inside and, and wonder what would have been. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's never too late folks, people yeah. listening, because there, I know there's uh, some that, you know, wonder is like, Oh, you know, I I'm X age or whatever. And it's, it's, I'm too old for this or, you know, it's too late and it's never too late. Everybody has and executes their ideas um, and dreams at different phases and points in their lives. Everybody is on their own journey and their own purpose. So, again, don't compare yourself to other people. If you have an idea, yeah, execute on it, you know, like just um, explore it. I mean, not even execute it, just explore it you know, some more like we were talking about. That's all, that's all you need to do is just explore it. Because when you explore it, you, you have this idea, you must like this idea too, I'm assuming, you know, and then when you're actually exploring more about it, it will tell you if you like it more or not, you know, or this is a passion or not a passion, or this is not what I thought it was going to be, like I was saying earlier. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's never too late. And that was something that, um, you know, even for me, like I felt like, okay, I've had this career in, you know, marketing, and I was working for a tech company um, when I left my corporate job. So for me, there was a lot of anxiety. And I think outside pressure, I put on myself of like, what are people going to think? I'm completely changing industries. Now I'm going to do, you know, wellness, I'm coming from tech, all these things. But that so yeah, if I can do, you know, 10 years in something and completely change industries, like, it's it's never too late, you know? And I once read about this one woman who was like 90 and in her 90s, she became the expert on, I can't even remember what it is now, but like she got her doctorate in this, you know, topic and became the world's like foremost expert in this one subject, you know, at a very late age in life. So just the fact that like, she can do that at what most people would think is like, oh, you're well out of retirement. Like there's already plenty of people to be experts in that. She became like the one everyone would go to. So I think that that's really big is like, don't, that's fear kind of creeping in, but like kind of gently, like just appreciate that and recognize it and be like, okay, like, yeah, there's some fear around this, but the truth is it really is never too late, like to live the life that you want to live or to start something new. You can be doing this every decade, the rest of your life, if you want to, you could have 10 years, you know, do something different. Who knows? Who cares? There's no one making the rules. You get to be the one to kind of decide that. Exactly. And it's, it's your life too. You know, you, I went from fashion or from finance tech to fashion. So different, like they're so different industries. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd be surprised people, you know, you might, when you do something like that, you might be uh, an inspiration to someone else to do the same because they were also afraid or fearful. And these, again, you know, going back to the last episode, these are the fears 
and stories that you're telling yourself um, because there is an underlying fear of failing or not going right or not going smoothly. And let me tell you, things don't go smoothly. So you have right. to expect that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of expecting that, that it'll all go great, like, trust me, you know, no, like there's definitely like that learning curve. Um, it'll, you know, I remember it going worse at some times than I even ever imagined. But guess what? You realize you can stand in that and you are still surviving. And that alone gives you a whole different kind of strength and perspective, you know? So sometimes that might be part of the plan. Like things aren't going to go as you think they should, but you learn a lot from that too. Yeah. And you reflect back on it and it's a journey and you like, I've grown so much in the last two to three years being an entrepreneur, just with all the ups and downs and the learnings, you know, and it is priceless, really, what you yeah. go through. And so for for folks out there that, you know, probably are still trying to decide and what you're doing and ideas and um, projects, it's just taking that, just even that small step, just any yeah. step. You know, and that's any step is a step forward. You don't have to make big, gigantic steps or have this because I feel like people get really overwhelmed. I know I was overwhelmed of like having all my ducks in a row um, and doing all these things first before before pulling the trigger or taking that first step. And sometimes it's just, you know, taking that small step of exploration or, you know, I created a checklist today of what of. Uh, towards my idea or did an outline or I don't know, um, book a class, like you said, that mm -hmm. is a step forward. And yeah. you should celebrate those things, those micro celebrations. Definitely. Yeah, they all count and they're all forward progress. You know, they all kind of beget the next one. Exactly. And I know that, you know, some of the major blockages um, uh, for for people to start and for me too I mean for anyone is time and money you know time and the budget that you have um and that question has come up a lot in terms of you know when talking to friends or whoever that have an idea it's like I don't have the time or you know that's going to take a lot of investment or money but you know it, it is it is worth exploring just and I it keeps I feel like I'm on repeat but it's true it's like it's worth just taking that first step and each step will lead to the next step and then eventually you're going to make time and mm -hmm. you're going to start saving you know more money or creating a, a separate you know bucket for your business and and growing that on the side um and then it'll become its own you know its own company or business or entity or, or even a passion project. Yeah. But, you know, what we, we tend to have analysis paralysis and get overwhelmed easily when we think about all these things. Like, I don't have the time. I don't have the budget. Um, I might fail. It might not work out. But these, as you notice, are just words and mm -hmm. things that you're telling yourself, except you actually don't know because you haven't taken that step forward yet so these are all the things the stories that you're telling yourself might happen but hasn't happened didn't happen it just happened in your head yeah <laughs> right 
Yeah. And I think so much of that is like, is just priority too of um, like, you know, if they say this about the gym and all that stuff, but if something is important, just raising it to that level where like you create that time, you know, for yourself to work on that side hustle, you know, or to um, build the dream. I remember so many for like five, I think it was five, three to five years, um, many years ago, (laughs) I did a blog and I posted almost every single weekday for years. And that wasn't like something I necessarily had like a lot of spare time to do. But I just remember that like, I was so passionate about it and so interested in it that I just made sure I carved out that time, you know, where like Monday nights and maybe one day of my weekend, I would really get all of it done. And that time was really protected, you know, and if I did have to cut into that time that I'd make sure to make it up another time. So everyone has different things, you know, kids and families and whatnot, but just making sure that like that dream of yours doesn't come last, that you really like do like raise it to the level of a priority where you give yourself some of that time or you give yourself time like when you know you can get the most done, you know? So for me, like if I have like a writing project or something that I want to do um, kind of outside of work, I know for me, like my best energy is going to be like a certain time of day, right? And so just right. making sure that I kind of carve that out or work with my own schedule and work with my own kind of style, that helps a lot too, where then you're not like, end of the night, like you have those 30 minutes, but you're too exhausted, you know, one, it's kind of carving that time out, but then two, working with your natural style and preferences and you know yourself best for when can I get this done? But maybe my time goes so much further in a half hour at this time of day than it does on another one. You know, like there's just little tricks you'll find to kind of make it work. But yeah, I think that's part of it. How, how do you stay productive when you're so exhausted at the same time, especially if you're balancing, <laughs> especially if you're balancing a job too, um, you know, and and saying that, staying motivated and productive, like you're, you one of the tips that you just gave was, you know, making sure that you know when you're most productive in the time of day, yeah. whether that's if you're a morning person or you're a night owl. I'm weird because I feel like I'm a morning person and I'm a night owl, but like anything in between, I'm not that productive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You have kind of both ends of the kind of get up early and then that second boost of energy. At exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, how do you stay one. productive? Like when you're, cause I know like there are times when, you know, at the end of a, a full-time job, you're exhausted yeah. and you just had all these meetings and all the issues and whatnot that you had to deal with project management at your at your job and then you come home and you're just spent. How do you stay motivated or productive in your own project after that? Mm, that's such a good question. Cause that's that's so the case for many starting entrepreneurs, <laughs> right? Where like out of the gate, you don't have this whole unlimited free time to work on your business. A lot of times it's that thing that you're doing at the end of a really long day otherwise, and maybe even something that's more draining to you than your own business and project would be. Right. Um, So yeah, so I would say one of them, one of them is definitely like that one of knowing your style and and working with that, you know? So if you know that you're going to be exhausted at the end of the workday, maybe you get in that 
hour or whatever you have at lunch or like in the morning when your energy's high. Um, if you, I think there's a few other things like, you know, definitely delegating the things that you're able to. So if you're able to, um, you know, get help in any other area, um, if you're able to, you know, kind of let your partner know like, okay, this, I'm starting something new, but I could really use your help. Like, you know, getting dinner on the table or whatever it is, like taking the kids to swim practice or um, whatnot, then that's kind of a way too to be such a team and also really give your dream like the time and, you know, space that it deserves in the beginning stages. Um, I think I'm also in times like that really careful of the other extracurriculars that I'm doing that could be taking away from energy for the thing that's most important to me. So for example, like there's so many, you know, social things sometimes. There's so many, I don't know, errands to run or just commitments that you've made. But each of those is like taking some of your energy that you could be spending on like your side hustle, your dream, and potentially like lowering your energy for that or just taking that time away completely. So I think just watching and being mindful of the things that do like completely drain your energy and seeing if there's another way to either remove those from your life or to do an, do it in another way. Um, you know, and so I know this time of year, for example, when we're recording this, it's around the holidays and there's so much going on. So it might mean just not doing like that one social engagement that on any other right. year would feel like, oh, I have to go. Like, I'll just go. It's like, no, actually, maybe like, do you have to? What could be more important than that? Um, would that serve your dream better to just miss that one party this year and have a whole night in three or four hours can really be a lot if you protect that time and treat it intentionally. So oh, I love that. it's kind of a jumble of some ideas. But yeah, I think between like the delegating, the kind of working with your energy cycles when they're when your energy is the highest, um, and then also like being mindful and intentional with what you do in your free time to protect that energy. Um, and rest, like rest goes a long way too. I know it's kind of like, oh, when do I have time to sleep if I'm starting all these things? But <laughs> you'd be surprised like how many nights I, you know, have tried to power through something and I'm just like pushing and pushing and it's not coming the way I think it should. If I go to sleep and I get up and do it in the morning, I'm like done in 15 minutes, you know? Oh it's gosh, just, that's so true. <laughs> you know, so it's not always the case, but a lot of times I'm like, oh, I got to remember that for future. So kind of a mix of all those that you can pull from as, you know, time allows or as they help you or speak to you. I think those are kind of my strategies for when you're just, you have a lot going on, but there's still more to do at the end of your day. (laughs) Those are great, Jessica, because it helps people, it gives them ideas to how to readjust their schedule and to be creative too. You know, you don't have to just do things at the end of the day. And especially if you have kids and other um, obligations and responsibilities after work, it's like you can do it early in the morning um, before you're before your job or, um, during your lunch break, um, or, you know, the, these ideas help kind of get people started on thinking about how they can be creative with their schedule. And I think these are, these are great. And you're right. Sometimes, you know, when you're, you're pushing too hard, it's probably 
because you're just absolutely exhausted and you just need to honor that um, and allow your your body and your mind to rest. And once it it has that time to reset, you know, your ideas and thoughts will come clearer and faster. And so I think that's absolutely true. And as an entrepreneur, rest is key. Mm-hmm. Um I completely understand what you're saying because there are days when, you know, staying up too late and then waking up early, you're just in a fog, except you have to operate at this level, at a certain level. And you're, you're the one and you're, you make so many decisions in one day, um, especially in the the start of your business and and Mm -hmm. leading up to a launch that you're just kind of like, you have to have a certain level of clarity and focus and energy. And that comes with rest. Um, And it's so important. And I think, you know, if, if anything out of this, it is really just, I promise, promise you guys that, you know, it's just, taking that first step, whatever step it is, the minute you take it, you're going to feel so, so great. Whatever that first step, it doesn't matter, big or small, whatever that first step, it could be even just, you know, taking that time and writing in your journal about it. Like, okay, just write out, you know, step one, I'm going to take class. Step two, um, I'm going to do an outline or step three, I'm going to write out my executive summary. Whatever it is, it's just the time that you're dedicating towards your idea. It It is like, you know, growing your your plant, your seed, right? The seed is planted. Now you need to take that time to nurture and water it. And so the time that you take to nurture and water it, it will continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, if you can just, if it feels so overwhelming in your head, I'm such a fan of what you said of just making that list of like, how can I take this big, mass of ideas and turn it into the small steps so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. So just break it down into the point where you're like, oh yeah, I could definitely go do that. I could definitely go pick out that social media handle or I could definitely go pick out a class online. You don't have to go yet. You don't have to get all the supplies and think through like what it's going to be like and call your friend and see if they'll go with you. Just research something online. And, you know, maybe that's all you do that day, but that still moves you forward. And that really begets that momentum of one small step after another, where like, even if it feels like slow progress, at that point, you're still making progress and you'll look back in a month or a year. And if you just make a little bit every day or every week, like that's tons of like steps in the right direction, you know, and and each time it gets a little easier and It's almost like a snowball that just at first it feels really slow and tedious, but as that gets rolling, you see much more of a difference uh, from your steps forward. And so that kind of creates its own energy and momentum behind it. Absolutely. It's really, you know, a promise to yourself and it's like the, your, um, your analogy of working out, right? You, if you want to uh, get, healthy and you want to, you know, lose certain amount of weight, whatever it is, it's committing, you know, um, and carving out that time in your week to get the exercise that you need to get the rest that you need to eat the right things. But it's planning and committing and a promise to yourself. And it, it is just, 
it's similar to your idea to it's uh, a promise to yourself to nurture this idea and and chase this curiosity of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah. Um, and we're here to cheer you on and inspire and motivate any way that we can. Um, before we close this out, Jessica, do you have any other tips or advice for those out there that are about to take their first step to pursuing their idea or dream? Oh gosh, that's such a good question. You know, I just think like just picturing how you'll feel after having tried it is a really great one where like I remember anytime I'm about to take a first step, I feel like so much fear and resistance can come up, but just picture yourself like at the end of the day having done it, like having spoken on that stage, having signed up and gone to that class, having you know, started at the gym or gone on the date, like move to that city, whatever your step is, right? Good in the business license, anything. Just picture how you'll feel at the end of the day, like how proud of yourself you'll be having done it and gone for it and done something that so many people are still too scared or, you know, getting the nerve up to do. I think that's a really good way to frame it too, is just like, you will survive it. <laughs> It'll either be like a really good story, like in the, in the sense that it's a great story to tell or like a funny story to tell, you know, it's just, you'll be so fully living your life that that will make you so proud that you have done it. And so kind of just holding tight to that, I think really helps you just realize like, I can do this. I'm going to survive it. I'll get through it. And chances are like, I'll feel really, really good having done it after. Like just that I think helps you get through that fog that you feel in the beginning of like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Like you can do it. Just picture how you'll feel after and use that momentum to carry you through. Oh, that's, I love that. 110%. That was great. (laughs) Thank you, Jessica. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before before um, we end, I always ask each of my guests uh, one question at the end, which is, what makes you happy? Oh, Small or big? Like what makes- <laughs> oh my gosh. So a few things. Um, family, definitely. I think travel, like new experiences. I love, I love seeing your pictures. You oh, travel all over the world. <laughs> thanks. I love it. I love it. Um, I think like m- making a difference, you know, being generous, like, um, yeah, like being creative. I think all those things are definitely top of my list for things that make me happy. Yes. And that's a, that is authentically you you know, the creative and impact and inspiring that is who you are. And so it doesn't surprise me that those are the things that make you happy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question to end with. I love that. Oh, yeah. I, I, it just helps people to kind of think about it and helps others to, you know, to remind them too, to think about, you know, what are the things that make you happy and are you doing them? Um, Yeah. And really listening to your heart and um, where that's going. And so it's just at the end of every episode, it just kind of helps people think or leave, leave them with that question to ponder yeah. themselves. <laughs> it's such a great kind of uh, compass too, for what we talk about in this episode of just 
like really leading from that place too, you know, of just make checking in with yourself and finding the reasons for why you're doing something and chasing like what does make you happy as you know, kind of where to go for your first step. If you're wondering what to do, just go back to that place. And that's usually a goldmine of kind of your right next step. Absolutely. Take that next step. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. It's been my honor. It's been so good chatting about this. 